everybody. I'm Noelle. And this is Jenna. And you're listening to More Than Murder, where we delve into everything eerie with a side of true crime. More Than Murder is not your typical true crime podcast. Join us on a weekly tour through the haunted, the bloody, the creepy, and the nutty on our Freaky Fridays. Well, hello, hello, hello. Howdy. Did I miss something? No. Okay, I thought I had more to say. <laughs> what do you mean you thought you had more to say? The intro was so wonky, and then, oh. like, you waited for a while after I said hello, and you kind of looked at me, and I'm like, wait, was I Well, I didn't know if you had something else? planned in there, or, like, happy <laughs> Valentine's oh Day, since this is our special Valentine's Day. Well, episode. we would get there. I just want to say, you know, the most important things first, like, you yes. know, the easiest ways to support us. <laughs> So, hello, and then Hello. <laughs> Give us reviews anywhere you go. Okay, okay. Hello, happy Valentine's Day. We missed you since last week. Is that enough of a warm welcome? Okay, let's sure. move on. <laughs> uh-huh. so, Off let's, the rails already, guys. It is. All right, but we're trying to get all this out of the way. So, to let you know, one of the easiest and cheapest ways to support us is to leave us a five-star review any way you can. Yes. That was yes. pretty good. It was. Yeah. It was, yeah. <laughs> not bad. Not bad. We know for sure you can leave us a review on Spotify, iTunes, Audible, Acast, and you can leave us recommendations on our Facebook page. Go to the Audible, guys. Go to that Audible. Please do. Another free way to support us is to interact with our posts. I'm losing it now. That one's weird. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I lost it. That got weird. Interact with our posts on the socials and Share the post on our podcast and our podcast with your friends and families. Word of mouth literally is the, the bomb best. diggity. The best. And it's free. It is the freest. The freest. The freest thing. Mm-hmm. Freedom. Yes. So just share it, share it, share it everywhere. Share it, yeah. If you don't already, head over to our socials to give us a follow in the first place. Because in order to share the post and interact with them, you must first See follow. Them. Yes. Yeah. And in order to, yeah. So, yeah. Do yeah, that. Yeah, do that. And you can do that um, on Facebook at More Than Murder. Insta at More Than Murder Pod. Twitter at More Than On The Out School. I had to play off of course. You can also follow us on the Tiki Taki at More Than Murder Pod as well as on YouTube at More Than Murder. Wow, that was a doozy of an intro. Yeah. Have you guys had fun so far? We hope so. (laughs) Sorry. All right. So, folks, if you didn't know, today. It's a holiday episode. Yay, Valentine's Yay. Day. It's on Monday. Monday is Valentine's Day, yes. 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 So if you guys are out driving about, going to your dates or whatever, because you got to do it before or after, whatever, just, you know, hopefully you enjoy this weird Valentine's episode. <laughs> yeah, why do we even do this? <laughs> I know. It's why terrible. do we do this? Oh, well, because for people like us. Yeah. So. Yeah. Who would enjoy listening to something like this on? Valentine's Day. Yes. Pop quiz. Getting my makeup ready before I go on the date. Uh You know, listening to a big murder podcast. Although this weekend I said we're not going on a date because our floor is going to be finally done and we're going to just kind of get that room. We're just going to spend time getting that room and it's going to feel nice anyways. It's going to be a fun thing. Yep. So. We never go anywhere. It's winter. I'm not leaving my house. I know. We'll just figure out a nice dinner to make or something. Yep. So, listeners, pop quiz. I know that I can't hear you answering, but what do we do for our holiday episodes? Ooh, ooh, 
this 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 cutie pie in the back. It's a two-parter, guys. Oh, it's a two-parter. You Woo-hoo. are right. Ding, ding, ding. You will get to hear from both Jenna and myself. I will be going first today. Yes, yes. Did you like that texty I sent you yesterday? Yes. <laughs> By the way. Yes. I had kind of thought because last week I was like, we usually do it if your episode was last and the first part of the next holiday episode it's is you. mine. And yes. then it, yeah. Because so then I, it keeps our... Jenna Noel, Jenna Noel, Jenna Noel, like schedule yeah. thing that we have because we're absolutely crazy. It's switched many times now, so yeah, yeah. So let's start. My my story isn't happy or fun. <laughs> Mine either. That's just what I'm gonna say. Yeah. Um, my part does not need a. Uh, I do not believe it needs a graphic listener discretion, but you know it's always advised just in case. Same with mine, just in case. Just in case. I mean, unless, you know. It's a true podcast, so, you know, take it as you will. Yes, as you will. Please don't get me started, or else I'm going to go. You are not going this whole episode. You are not not (laughs) doing this. Okay, so the hypocrisy of the person who committed this crime is pretty astounding, and we'll talk about why. Okay. It also took place on actually February 14th because a lot of times you'll look up stuff that happened mm-hmm. for Valentine's Day and it's usually like oh right around then or they're on a date for Valentine's it's not it's not all yeah, of yeah, them yeah. happen on the yeah. day mine did not however there are lists of murders that have happened on, on the day I mean between lovers yeah and, and honestly it was difficult to choose I had like six or seven of them Needless to say, it'll be several years before we run out of Valentine's true crime. And I mean, I'm just going off the rails with how I'm choosing anyway, yeah, so exactly. whatever. It could be anything. And there's also ghost stories of lost lovers and all. So we've yeah. got the content to... We could do a literal one episode on, like, the lady in white who's waiting for her husband to come home from the voyage. Yeah. And how many different places she has seen in this oh, yeah. world. Yeah. Every place Everywhere. has a woman has a in freaking white. Mm-hmm. Waiting for her husband that's off. Off at sea. Off at sea. (laughs) All right. Anyways, let's begin. Let's let's do this. Yeah, let's do this. Like I said, seven hour fucking episode. Since this is a double, I'm gonna try to get the info out there quick for everybody. Mm -hmm. Today we are focusing on a family from. I'm gonna butcher probably all these names just so you know. I mean, it happens. Peoria, Illinois, in 2013. In the eye of everyone they knew. The loose old family were as normal and happy as families come. They were a traditional American Baptist family who went to church on Sundays. Mom, Denise, stayed home with their kids, which they had three. Janelle, who was four, Julia, who was 10, and Seth, who was 12. Denise had the house kept and dinner made while her husband and the kid's dad, Reverend or Pastor, whatever you call him, he was a minister, Nathan, was at work as a Baptist minister. Together, the family went on missionary trips regularly, you know, to all different countries, um, and even sponsored a 20-year-old girl from Lithuania to come to the U.S. to learn music, the ministry, to work, and her name was, I want to say Ina, A-I-N-A. Yeah. I don't know if that, I would pronounce it Ina, 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 I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> it's, it's it's hard, okay? It's hard. It's hard, okay? <laughs> Some people... People pronounce things all differently. Exactly. Some people make up, like, letters in people's names and still call it 
the way it's... You're Nicole. It's weird. I know. I, apparently, I'm Nicole with my yeah. name spelled Noel. so... Exactly. Come on. Okay. So, the Leothold's met Ina when they went on a missionary trip to, Lith- to Lithuania. Oh, God. Lethal Lithuania? Uh, I'm sorry. It's awful. According to Ina herself, they first met... Now, this was... I only read this in one article, and it was from her 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 own word. Okay. But it was okay. only in one article. So if this is true, then we're going to have to have a little talk about it. Oh. So according to her, they first met when she was only about six, and then when they sponsored her, she was around 18 when they sponsored her to come to go to college and things in the U.S. Okay. Now, I'll put what I was going to say as a talk about it in the background of my mind because we got to actually talk about some more details before we get there. Now we're going to jump to February 14th, 2013. Yes, we are going to jump to the day. Okay. Okay. Did you say the 13th? February 14th, 14th. 2013. Okay. 13. I know. I heard 13. I was like, wait, she said it was on Valentine's Day. Okay. I literally had the same problem because when I first read the date in my research, I was like, and I went to go type. I was like, hold on a second. Did that 13th? say February 13th? Because if it was, I don't want to do it. But no. Nope, yeah. Nope. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So. Ugh, I'm with it. Sorry. Anyways, Nathan calls 911 claiming he's just arrived at his house. Mm-hmm. His wife hasn't answered his or his parents' calls all day. She's never picked up. She's not picked up their daughter from school. Christ. He claims that the garage door is open. Huh. And he also says there is broken glass he could see on the ground by a window. Okay, okay, so wife is missing and... She's not answering. You believe that there's something going on. However, he decides not to go inside. Doesn't want to go in in case the intruder's in there. Well, what if your wife's in there with the intruder, dude? First of all. (laughs) Dude. Dude, yeah. Um, (laughs) Come on, dude. Did he call the police yet? He's he's on the phone with nine one one. This is what he's saying to them. You know, I've come I've come home. My wife hasn't answered all day. Now that I've arrived yeah. home, the garage door is open. There's broken glass outside the window. Yeah, no. But I'm not weird. going inside. I'm gonna wait for officers. Because I feel like I would go in and then call. Yeah, you check wanna, out the scene a little bit. Make and sure then your call. wife's okay. Maybe if mm-hmm. your wife hasn't been answering, maybe see what the fuck's yeah. going on. If she's in there, yeah. If and there you never was, know. Like I was listening to this one case. They call it like the Gone Girl case, and. The guy came back and he was like doing it again to like this old couple. He was gonna like take the wife and do all this stuff mm-hmm. and like kidnap her. And the the husband just fucking got a flashlight and just started beating this kid's ass. And he was an older man. Yeah, and this is like a marine, and he was like beating his like. Why aren't you trying to see if your exactly. wife's okay? Yeah, that's or the main like, thing. Just be. Where I don't is care she? About, What's yeah. going on? You like, know, you think something bad has happened in your house. You. Haven't heard from your wife. She hasn't picked up your child. Mm-mm. You see broken glass. Oh my goodness! Let me go make sure my wife is okay. Yeah, and even to the fact that if I didn't even have a wife, I'd still go in the I house know. to check what the heck's going on. No. So, anyways, he claims not he nor anyone else has spoken to her, mm-hmm. and he clearly thinks that someone has broken in. Like I said, but he doesn't go inside to check on Denise. In fact. He never even calls his wife by her name now or throughout the rest of this entire story. It's always just what is he? she or her. It's very impersonal. He never hmm. associates closely. He doesn't associate my wife or Denise or anything. Yeah, it's that's she, weird. she, her. It's yeah. dissociative. So strange, huh? So 
Anyways, law enforcement shows up, they go inside, and what do you know? They find Denise dead on the floor with a single gunshot wound to her head. Oh, my God. Just one. Okay. Huh. So, literally, he could have gone inside and seen, oh, my God, here's Denise. No wonder why. Yeah. You know? And then imagine that call. Mm-hmm. Now, law enforcement find nothing of worth missing. In fact, they find everything to be in this place, even... Denise's purse, which had a $20 bill, a $50 bill inside, all the jewelry was there, his expensive watches were there, nice suits were there, electronics were there, yeah. everything was there, nothing was uh-huh. missing. Uh, what? Although. Okay, although. According to Nathan, the things that were missing. Okay. Were his 20 caliber and 40 caliber handguns. Oh, I wonder why those are missing. After investigating more and finding nothing that resembles a break-in, besides the broken window and the garage door being open, which anybody, you can stage, okay. Um, Another strange thing, okay, hold on a second. I'll see if I get back to this, because I want to make sure I didn't miss it. Um, Yeah, okay. So, after investigating, they're like, this is... This is weird. This is just not adding up to what he's saying. It's the same story over and over and over again. A husband fakes a freaking robbery. robbery and nothing's the missing. The wife is either missing or, in this case, she's just dead on the floor. One that I always think of, and it's a, such a tragic, horrible case, but I've watched documentaries on it, and it really does intrigue me, is the um, the woman who got pushed or fell down. The, the man claims she fell down the stairs. It was an older couple. Oh, yes, 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 the staircase. The stair- Robert Durst. D- yes, that yeah, one. Yeah, Durst. That yeah. one is so intriguing to me because mm-hmm. you know that, mm-hmm. yeah, so anyways. It's just like, Jesus freaking yep. Christ. Yep, so. It's hard to even do police work for an abduction at that point because then it's like the police want to go towards the husband, but what if it isn't the husband? But it's usually it was the husband. But she was still there at the bottom of the stairs. I like, know. I mean, but all of these cases, like, uh, it's hard to discern. Yeah. So another strange thing they find is that her car was found at a nearby, nearby park down the street. Okay. Okay. And I also believe that I read that it did have Nathan's DNA on the gear shaft. Now, which you may be thinking... Well, he might use her car sometimes. Of course, he he might be found on the car. Yeah, my husband would be found on my car. I mean... But if Denise was deceased, how would she be able to get back to her house if her car was at... Well, no, the car being missing is weird. Like, it's... But the thing is, if it was a stranger who drove it, they would probably find at least some sort of fingerprint or DNA of that person's rather than Nathan's and not Denise's because that would be the last person who drove the car. Nathan or this person who intruded would have been the last person to drive this car. Yeah. Because yeah. Denise is incapable. And if you if you think about the killer wiping off the fingerprints, they'd wipe off his fingerprints too. I yeah. Guess. And so the fact that somehow this car is there, she's home. He was actually at the park and hours earlier. It was only his fingerprints found. Only his fingerprints and DNA. So they didn't find hers either. Not as from from what I have read. No. Okay, okay, because that so, would be weird. Like in my car, you're gonna have my fingerprints and my DNA, mm-hmm. and I'm, my car's mess. Mm-hmm. So you're gonna, and then Sean drives it too. So his is gonna be all over it, and it's yeah. It wouldn't just be his. Yeah. 
But yeah, maybe okay. we also have to take into consideration, we don't know what type of DNA it was they found, of how fresh not. it was. Yeah. The DNA can be, what if they were able to tell, okay, it you were the one that napkin was on there the floor earlier, like, you know. Wiped his mouth on or something. What was on the gear shaft, so he must have, oh, like, yeah, yeah, maybe yeah. coughed or, you know, wiped his mouth. Anything. Gear shaft. Sneeze, uh, like, anyway. It could be anything. So, yeah. Interesting. Interesting. Hmm. Find it suspicious myself. Yeah, and the fact that her car was gone anyway. Yeah, why would it? Why? It's like unless, she's in the house. Like if she's missing, unless somebody literally take the car, drove her home, and then did that. So, well, they know. probably the story was they probably broke it and killed her and then stole the car. Mm-hmm. But it's the only thing they stole was a car. They didn't steal the money. They didn't steal the jewelry. Nothing else. Just car and guns. Mm-hmm. That's it. Okay. And he didn't. I don't remember him even saying anything about the car unless. Because there is actual court transcripts, but that thing was, like, oh yeah, mad uh-huh. long. Because yeah. I would rather watch the trial than uh-huh. read the trial, personally. I can't. I can't, uh-huh. I can't see actually what's going on. I need to watch the trial. So, I don't know if he even said that the car was missing. Okay. So, anyways. After having several pieces of evidence and Nathan's story not really looking great for him... It was like six hours of an interrogation on Nathan. He's arrested. Okay. Okay. Because, of course, the husband is it's always, always the and main suspect. And you at least have to bring that person in and question, question them. them. Yeah. Now, they also found several concerning text messages between none other than Pastor Nathan and Ina. Ah, okay. Nathan replied to a message of Ina's. She is in the U.S. now. Yes. Okay. Just she first to... started off in Florida, then she went to um, Illinois with them. They, they sponsored her, and they, he helped her go to all these places. Like, yeah, we'll talk she probably about came for bit. schooling and, like, mm-hmm. college and stuff like that, so. So, Nathan replied to a message of Ina's. I'm not sure what the message was. And I'm really sorry if it's not Ina, but it sounds weird to say Aina. It sounds... It's A-I-N-A. Yeah. Aina. It's got to be Aina. I-I-Aina. I know. Yeah, it's got to be. It's got to be. So, the message that he sent said, I can't now, comma, police checked, comma, looks like the house was robbed. Hmm. To which she replied, interesting, smiley face. Smiley face. Mm Mm-hmm. So, that's weird. That is weird. Okay. Obviously, she's trying to make it seem like... Well, the text exchange is weird anyway, because his is, like, broken up, and it seems like yeah, not very much detail in it, just kind of, like, telling her very shorthanded, just to kind of put deniability out exactly. there. Exactly. Just yep. to send it out there and be like, okay, this is out in the world now. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call the police. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that my wife is missing, and that at least exists. Mm-hmm. How long? I don't know. So she well, was this- Lithuanian. So could it have been like a language thing? Or? No, because I was actually, I did not put this in here. I was reading another article that said when she was testifying or whatever, when she okay. was being questioned, she said that it even the person who was questioning her said that at first she wanted to claim language barrier. But yeah, the yeah. longer it went on, the more she kept responding in and English. And you can see, yeah, yeah and, you can see when someone starts talking if they are able to, mm-hmm. yeah. And she said that she would actually talk to 
Denise, the, the, the wife, yeah. in English because she claimed that Denise wasn't comfortable speaking or something like that. So she didn't well, know English. I feel English. like if you are sponsoring, you should know You're the teaching language. teaching her English. And I'm not even saying it from, like, an American being like, you need to know English. No, if I wanted to go anywhere, if I went to Germany, I'd want to know German. Yeah, Especially because... being sponsored and going there for a long period of time or going there for school. Like, I want to be able to live there. Well, it's one thing if you're going to a place that that uses both languages at, yes. you know, yes. all the time. Yep. But nobody else is really speaking her language, uh-huh. the Lithuanian no, especially dialect. Especially Lithuanian, exactly. You know, and so it, it's in her benefit to, obviously, she's going to school, she's learning the ministry. Exactly. She's going to be talking yep. to parishioners. Yep. So she needs to know English. So... Anyways, that that was a thing that came up, but I don't believe there was such like I I believe I'm she probably curious, had an accent and it she probably was took from a while. Lithuania, so I wanted to know if that was either like something she claimed or something that. But you this could've... is the creepy thing. Now, he didn't look. I don't know how exactly how old he was actually because I didn't even dig into like his. I could have gone back to like his childhood and blah blah blah. I don't know. It dep- I mean... But she was only 20 when he started to do He this. looks like he's probably late, like maybe late 30s, but maybe late, like early 40s. Well, keep in mind, they also have a 12-year-old kid, I know. a 10-year-old kid, oh, and know. a 4-year-old kid. I know, kid. and I'm not good with age. So, I know. <laughs> so, obviously there is some sort of age difference. Now, she also said, Aina said, that they apparently originally met. When she was six. Yeah, so he's known her. What kind of grooming no, I has know. been taking yeah. place Yeah, for him to now say, let me sponsor you? Because it goes on from there and gets kind of like, ugh. Oh. So, let's see. Uh, hold on a second. I do mention it later, uh, their type of relationship that she claims that they had. So I'm going to just so put that on the back So he visited her. I think that they went on re, uh, regular missionary trips. Yeah, yeah. So he went there. And they all probably, did. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm I'm just talking about him right now. Yeah. And that was probably when they met and mm-hmm. probably started off. Either that or he started grooming her right. to wear when she yeah. got back that, or when she got there that, ugh, I don't even know. And who knows what he was, like, you know, sending her and, like, providing for her and... Through all those years, or how many times he went back to Lithuania to visit. Mm-hmm. Yep. They went on those mission trips all the time. Yep. And her and her mom, Ina and her mom, were both devout churchgoers. You know, they would go and yeah. do the... They would participate in these missionary, you know, things. Mm-hmm. And so... Of course they would. Yeah. So, it was concluded that it really seemed like these two were having an affair Though Ina continuously denied such, but there were emails and text messages to prove there was an adulterous relationship occurring. There was even this one long email of the pastor saying, oh, I'm, you know, I want to work on this relationship. You deserve it. And all this other stuff. And so, yeah, there was obviously. Work on their relationship? Yeah. Maybe you should work on the relationship with your wife. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Oh, dude. The person who's literally been keeping your house and kids while, while you're off doing God knows what. Literally. Yeah. Uh -uh. Fuck, dude. This is fucked. Yep. So law enforcement and reporters were also able to speak with an inmate that was close to Nathan while he was being held, like, Uh during the trial Uh and things. Uh And Nathan pretty much told him everything because you got to feel like you're a big, big ass dude in prison. But anyways, he said that he was wanting to move on from his wife and told the inmate he'd waited in the closet that night. 
and that he and Denise, quote, had some words before he shot her in the head once with his forty caliber. So they were able to use the inmate's testimony as well. Mm-hmm. And then he... Duh, you don't trust an inmate, dummy. Yeah, I know. He said he... The inmate even, like, wrote all this stuff down. Dude, they are going to testify so that they can, like, appeal for a lighter sentence. Yeah, good behavior. Privileges, anything, like, duh. You don't yeah. start trusting people until you've been in there, and then still, I don't know. I'd still want to get out as soon as possible. I want to do anything that can make my shit look better. Yeah, we'd be the ones being like, hey, hey, what I, you in for? Dude, do it? I'd be so good at gossip in there, man. I'd be me like, too. I got some info for you. Which oh, can you, you know, can you get me out early? That's terrible. But good so thing I'll never bad. have to go to prison. So. Let's hope not, because now all of them are after us. I know. We love you all. We're just two peas in pajamas. Oh, we're bananas in pajamas. We're, yeah. But we're two peas in pajamas. <laughs> I'm in jeans. Oh, you are. Usually you change out of your, your work clothes I know. and get into like, your sweats. Well, and... I had therapy and I like got all yeah. ready for it. And then when I got home, I was like, I'll just keep my jeans on. <laughs> I am not comfy in those. I just get into comfy pants as soon as possible. Literally, I usually am. I came to her house, you guys, in Elmo pajama pants. Luckily, I did not need to get gas. I made sure I didn't before I left because if I did, That's I would have put on... too. I know. I would have put on actual... Sweatpants. <laughs> Yoga pants of the yeah. sort. Something. Something other than jeans. Anyways, okay, let's get back to this. So, he says that he was then able to stage the home to attempt it to make it look like it was possibly a robbery gone wrong. But not well. But not well. Why? If you're going to murder somebody, I guess it does show that maybe it wasn't premeditated. Like, maybe the story of him being, like, you know, it was kind of, like, heat of the moment. Wasn't really planned type of thing, but fuck, dude. Mm-hmm. At least take the money. Yeah, I know, right? Do something. Do something to make it look more. Good Lord. Yeah. So, not only all of this, but Ina then claimed that she and he only would go on, like, overseas missionary trips together, alone. Weird. They would go to spas. How long has she been in the U.S. by now? Do you know? I don't know. It said something about her coming around 18, and I feel like... Now she's in her 20s. She's in her 20s. She's 20 or something. Okay, so she's probably the been The timeline is a little years, shady. But okay, okay. We yeah. can deduce. Deduce. Deduction. Yes, we may. So not only did, did they do all this, they would spend all this quality time together without Denise while poor Denise worked her ass off to make sure her perfect husband had a clean home and food to come home to as well as taking care of their three And they had that kids. idyllic yeah. family. Because she wasn't portrayal. allowed to get her own job probably. Mm-hmm. You know, so. But he was also taking her on those trips. <laughs> <laughs> I have it in my brain. We're leaving that. That's hilarious. No. So, yes, okay. Sorry, we paused, you guys. Um, he was taking his wife on those trips, and it was a family thing that he was doing. You know, all of a sudden, it's like he's just taking her. And that's not weird? Yeah. Why couldn't the whole family go and her? Oh, no. Somebody had... Lots of, she, this, you'll see at the very end, I'll include the most incredible piece of this whole case. Okay. Blows it wide open? No, it's already blown wide open, yeah, kind of, but it's just dumb, but. the confirmation, and it's just crazy, so. Okay. Um, speaking of the three kids, I have no idea where they were during all of this. Probably with okay. her parents. Probably with her parents. Probably. I even did a Google search to find I mean, out. I still didn't 
fine. Okay, so I so. don't know if he's in prison right now, and I won't know that, but I'm curious, yeah, what would happen, like, even if he was free. You know what, I actually have to look up, because I saw his sentence, but I never saw anything about where he is now, so let me ask Google really quick. Oh, you guys are going to hear me typing. Oh, 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 oh it's fine. <sighs> oh. It is okay. Um, I'll look that up in a little while. We'll talk about that soon. If you want to look it up, you can. I'll look it up. I don't know what I'm looking up. I <laughs> <laughs> is he still in jail? Did he die? Um, what the fuck is his name? His name, you get Nathan. Oh, yeah. L-E-U-T-H. L-E-U-T-H-O-L-D. I believe. Yeah, it'll probably come mm-hmm. up. Where is he now? Yes, I saw nice. that. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Well, you can say it. Where, oh, if you, you don't want to save it till the end? Yeah, I suppose we'll save it. All right, yeah, because I don't even it. know if he's in jail. Like, I don't know, his sentencing. Let's, let's save That's it true. till the end. Okay. So. so, like I said, I don't know where they were. They obviously must not have been there, hopefully. Hopefully. Anyways, at one of the spas, an employee, though she did see Nathan, Denise, and Ina come together sometimes. Okay. She actually thought Ina and Nathan were, were the ones who were couple. married yeah. because she would usually just see them. So she didn't even know he was married to Denise until the news of her murder was announced. Holy crap. That's how crazy. I mean, obviously, there is a relationship happening here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, You're not it's, hiding it well, Pastor. No, there's something fucking going on. Yeah. So, yeah, everything pointed to the fact that. The freaking reverend tried to frame somebody, but no one at all at the same time mm-hmm. <laughs> for breaking in and entering to, to his home. Uh, then it's found that the pastor killed his own wife because he was having an adulterous relationship with a woman his wife was kind enough to allow to teach her children music and spend time with her husband who sponsored her. She probably lived with them for some time. Probably. Oh, probably. And he insisted on it. That's why this case is so hypocritical. Because this man of God not only committed the worst sin of all to his own way, yeah. but he also committed the sin of adultery uh-huh. and just lying, uh-huh. you know, to everybody and uh-huh. to doing this to his own children. I mean, my and gosh. The why killer? Like, I, I don't gonna understand. I'm going to kill my wife so that I can be with my mistress. And it wasn't like she was a mean woman. I mean, every all accounts, she was a great mom, a great wife. Yeah. And I'm sorry, like, but murder is a bit more... Uh, Sinful than divorce. Exactly. Like, come on, dude. Come on. We're not in freaking Sodom and Gomorrah times anymore. Mm -hmm. Calm down. Tell your wife you're not in love with her. If you don't want to fix those problems, don't fix those problems, but don't kill somebody so that you can go be with your mistress. Your mistress. (laughs) Your mistress. (laughs) Sorry, guys. I got passionate things and I couldn't talk. Yep. It's annoying. So. Like I tell my husband all the time, if you're unhappy with me... (laughs) Before you think about cheating or killing me, have a conversation, <laughs> leave, do something. I yeah, don't know. Plenty of fish. <laughs> Good lord. <laughs> yeah, well, everyone who knew them looked back and they thought they saw this facade, but they sometimes mm-hmm. could see red flags. Now that yeah. they like look back, you know, retrospect is a thing. That's why I hate retrospect. Like, yep. I, uh, you don't say hindsight is a hindsight thing. Hindsight is 2020. Yeah. Because it's so hard because it's like once everything's out, then it's like, uh, oh. <laughs> that yeah. explains a lot. Right? Yeah. It's, oh, it's so frustrating. It's, it's so frustrating. so hard. So even Denise herself 
wrote a two-sided notebook page in her day planner about her husband running around with a 20-something-year-old and humiliating her. And I'll read that for you at the end. They were doing it right in front of her face. Right in front of her face. How stupid do you think we are? We know. Mm -hmm. We know a lot more than y'all let on. Mm -hmm. Now, Nathan was sentenced to 80 years in prison for the murder and the lies and the adultery. In all of his interviews thereafter, he never expressed remorse or sadness towards killing Denise. Only the consequences it has had on his life, mainly their children and how they feel about their mom being gone. And he still only referred to her at that point as she and her form rather than Denise or my Uh sweet wife or whatever. So I also could not find if Ina had been charged in any way. And I don't believe she had been because I did read in one article that they had offered her immunity likely okay. for her testimony. So Yeah, that's usually what they do and you don't know how much that person knows. You know, you're, you're it's going to be hard to pick Well, then the there was emails. All, well, there's a lot that that woman knew, I think that they weren't saying because they already found you all think those that emails. They did find it in there and they I were think, that stupid. Well, they already found the adulterous emails back Cuz you forth. can be like, you know, like the Amber Fry of the situation. You can mm-hmm. be in love with this person and not really know that they're ge- gearing to kill their wife or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? But. With how he said that Amber about the Fry police. Amber Fry didn't even know about Lacey, period. Yeah. This woman was living in the house with Denise and Nathan and. And, and like probably, I said. Yeah, she with, probably knew. With how he said all oh, the conspired. cops think there was a robbery and she goes, interesting, with a smiley with a face. Smiley she obviously like, knows. That is weird. Now that we know what has happened. Hindsight, it does seem as though she knew that this is what he was planning. That she, you know, that they had to do something. And the fact that, you know, he had to send that out to look not guilty so that they could be together. Mm -hmm. And raise the children as a big happy family. Going on missionaries where I'm going to meet Taking out your wife so a new random woman can raise your kids with you. And he's just going to do it again. He's just going to fucking do it again. Yeah, yeah. To some other... Poor little six-year-old that he's gonna groom until mm-hmm. you know she's men who 18. are who have infidelity in them. A lot of times keep that infidelity, and they they. Well, that's why they say one's a cheater, always one's a cheater. Because mm-hmm. you have to work on things to figure out why that's happening in a relationship. Why aren't you happy with this one person? Why do you feel the need to go somewhere else? They're not gonna work on that stuff. Mm-mm. Now, in the end, Denise was able to speak up for herself from beyond the grave with her note. I found this long, excellent transcript of Nathan's interviews uh, with news outlets, detectives, and all that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, they analyzed his actions and words and kind of profiled him along the way in this article. And it was a great read. So I'll link that in the blog in case anyone is interested. Yeah, go find it. Before I read Denise's letters, because I'm going to end my portion in her words, um, would you like to tell us? If he is still in prison and if he died or not. Um, okay. So I didn't really, it said he was sentenced to 80 years prison and that was in 2013. Yeah, so I think he's just still. So it says, Nathan Luthold is in Maynard Correctional Center currently serving his 80 year prison time for murdering his wife, Denise. Okay, so so yeah, he's just, yeah. Because this wasn't that long ago, I mean. And to be completely honest, He's going to probably die in, I mean, unless well, he gets yeah. really good, like, time for behavior or something or he appeals sure. or something. Like, 
I don't, 80 years, he's probably, yeah. in 2013, do the math, he's probably, like, close to, what, 50? 40 or 50, yeah. 50 I don't even know what 50. age he is. I don't either. But. We should look that up, too, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I mean, age 45, oh, wait, age, I guess age 45, but was that when he killed her, or now? I don't know. I don't well, know, guys. He's around that really age. Care. So. Oh, he was 39, I think, at the time that he killed her. So I was right, late 30s. So he was about 40. 20 years older than, he and was 19 then, years older than Ina. Damn. Mm-hmm. Damn. So when he met her when she was six, he was, he was already, already, yeah. yeah. <laughs> we do that all the all time. time. <laughs> and guys, I have an age gap. Yeah. There are like, you know, I, I just listened to this podcast where they literally shit on age gaps. And they were like, 10 years, it's a bit much. Da, 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 like, it all depends all on stuff. when you met and all that. Like, yes. if you if somebody met you when you were if you six, are six and they were already old, 10 years older 16, and they're kind of... No, 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 no. And yeah. if you are 16 years old and you're in a relationship with someone who's like 29, yes, that's wrong. Mm-hmm. You know? But you If you're can't, adults consenting adults, that's Exactly. That's it. You like, can't put that badge on all of it, no. you know? 19 years is a bit much mm-hmm. for me. A person in well then it comes down gap. to the reason why a lot of people have problems with certain age gaps is because at some point it becomes down to what type of control or what are you yes. trying to look over yes. somebody you're trying exactly. to have this dominating you want to dominate somebody because and at this that point that, case, that person could be your child I mean and yeah and in that case it's like it seems it, like he was kind of grooming and yeah. doing things like that, you know? Yeah, it's all case by case, it honestly. Is. But it it, is. But the ones that start as minors or whatever and, and over age, that's not case by case. That's flat out just automatically wrong. So we're not, that's where we're leaving that conversation. Exactly. So, yeah, he he is still in there. So, like I said, I'm going to end my portion of the episode with Denise's own words in her note to her husband. Damn, and, and this was how long before she was... I am not sure. They just said they found this in her day planner. And I didn't think I was... At first, I only had found a few quotes. But then on another source, I found the actual entire thing. (sighs) And so I'm going to read it for you now. It's not like two pages, but it is a, a little bit. So she said, quote, What on earth could you possibly be thinking? I can't imagine anything you could tell me that would hurt worse than what you were doing to me now every day. I really don't think there is anything I have done or not done that would cause me to deserve this. I have tried to please you for 17 years and never succeeded. I've never been good enough, never done enough. I know that you want me dead. I'm not stupid. I suppose it will confirm my worthlessness to you when I write that I am not brave enough to do that job for you. And now all of a sudden you are taking with, sorry, taking me with you places. She said that. Now, all of a sudden, you are taking me with you places. What is that all about? Maybe you think I don't feel bad enough. You act like you are somehow noble because you won't tell me why you are doing this. It makes me sick. I've been willing at any time to fall in love with you again, but you reject me every time. This is so sad. I wish I could hate you. I've tried to hate you because I thought it would make it easier. I thought it would make it hurt. I'm sorry. I thought it wouldn't hurt so bad. Of course, I couldn't do it, so I have failed at that, too. I have been without pride. I have humiliated myself to try to win something that belongs to me. You defraud me and you don't seem to care. Well, I quit. I'm not going to try to please you anymore. I will do what I have to do, but no more of that game. 
You want to humiliate me by running around with a 20-year-old? Fine, I won't grovel. If I haven't pleased you in 17 years, nothing I do now will please you, and I refuse to leave my children just because you have decided to do this to me. You are the only person who thinks I'm a bad mother. Complete strangers compliment me on them, so I will not join you in your obsession with perfection. I am the same person that I've always been. I am not weaker and in many ways stronger. I refuse to play your, to your perfectionism in that too. I have, bor I have borne neglect and criticism and kept going. But now this, how long? How long are you going to do this to me? Oh yeah, until I break. That's what you said, isn't it? Well, happy waiting. He was abusive. That is one powerful letter from yeah. this woman. Oh yeah. And I bet you that right there he after he read it, it. He found it. And mm. he's like... Well, now, uh-uh. The jig is up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Because it sounds like the most of the marriage, probably at the beginning, you know, it's happy. It's the, the happy period. And then it got into probably really abusive stuff. Mm -hmm. And the Especially fact that she even knows, like, I know you want me dead. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. Like, either she's heard things, he's done things. Oh, and he's probably just putting said down things all the time. You just know, like, you know. This family would be better if you uh -huh. were fucking gone, blah, yep. blah, blah. Yep. You know, so this You this call yourself is, a mother, like, yeah, he's. Don't let people in certain positions, no matter what their profession is, uh -huh. they can still be evil people. Yes. Just because uh -huh. you're this great, powerful pastor or policeman or fireman or whatever you do, all any the person. noblest, any noble, the noblest of people can mm -hmm. still be the evilest of people. So do not let yourself be fooled uh -uh. by somebody's profession. Okay, that's all I'm going to say because... Just a lot of people put a lot behind people's professions, and that doesn't always necessarily mean that you are no, safe no. or that they're going to be okay. So No, I mean, you can't take someone, like, we've heard so many times that godly men have done really bad things. Mm -hmm. So, I just, yeah. Well, it's not a surprise to me. No, it's not to me either. We hear, we hear it all the time, especially uh -huh. in Catholicism with the under, with what, they're doing. We all know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. Let me just say really quick that I believe that quote that I just read did come from, I just want to cite it really quick while I'm talking about it. Let me just make sure it's the right one here. Um, so it was, I believe it was from that transcript I told you about that the, wealthy the whole, will, wealthy something. <laughs> yeah, so it was uh, Ina Dobileth. That's why I never said her last name. Nathan Luthold, make crime note, Malky crime notes, wordpress.com. And I believe that is where I found that interview or that uh, whole letter. So that's just nuts. Crazy, crazy. And it's like she knew something was coming, man. Yeah, she did. And it sounded like she was trying to stand up for herself. Finally, she found the power to stand up for herself. It was so articulate and it was so powerful. Like, she didn't sound defeated in her words. Mm -mm. She sounded like she was very empowered. She mm -hmm. was like, you know what? I'm not doing this anymore. Mm -hmm. I can leave. I will still be here for the children. But I don't need to be with you. I don't need to deal with this. No. She's like, I'm not going to beg you. I am, mm -hmm. you know, I've. I was willing to fall in love with you over and over again. And it's just and like, you know, fuck like you guys. it sounds like a letter that she planned to leave as she left in the night or something. Mm -hmm. You, you know? never know. Maybe she yeah. was planning. She probably was. Maybe and she had takes, a bag packed. It takes a while. You can't just up and leave. No, you, you have can't. to figure you have out to what's going on with the children. You have to make plans. Yeah. You have to figure out when you can go. Get up the courage make sure you have to money. go. Yeah. You know, there's so many different factors. So. Poor girl. Poor lady. 
No, that turned out way longer than I thought, so I'm sorry, but it was a good case. Yeah. Like, it was yeah. really good. So I'm going to pass the torch along to my it's pee my too. It sure is your turn. Yay. Okay. <laughs> so my section is a little bit different, and you guys will be like, how the fuck did she even land on this for Valentine's Day? Because <laughs> love. Love is about Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day is about love. <laughs> love is about Valentine's Day. <laughs> and... This is basically about love that turns into obsession and how far a man's obsession will go. Interesting. I really like all those obsession movies, you know? There's, like, all sorts of different obsession movies. Yes. And there's also You, the TV show, which I can't seem to goddamn get into. Uh, I try over and over, but I can't seem to get it. We, and I say we, meaning my husband, who does not watch anything... He watched that with me, and we, we didn't get into season three. It, we just haven't watched it. I think it's like... There's something that's not captivating me about it, and I'm not sure why, because a lot of people love it. Yeah, and it's got the the true crime yeah. you know, elements. I'm not going to spoil it. No spoiler alert. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, this, this case... I watched several of the first season, and then that... I think that was it. Yeah, it's hard. I, I liked the first season, and I feel like it was a slow go. Yeah. It was kind of slow, and then it got to a point where, like, you're gripped. Yeah. And then I'll it's over. I'll have to try again. <sighs> Do try again, because it is good. Sorry, guys. Yeah. We just, like, snacked, so I might be, like... Smacking. We clearing. just... We're snacking and smacking. And it was granola, and granola can gum up the works a little bit. Mm-hmm. Your mouth, not your pipes. So... <sighs> But probably those too. In a good way. <laughs> you know, it's good for their pipes down there. It's all about digestive health now that we're 30. I was talking literally about like pipes. Oh. Like septic. <laughs> no, I was talking about because. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. usually when you say gum up the works, you mean like you're. Yep. Yeah. Okay, so. <laughs> this episode is just perfect for Valentine's Day. And we are talking about Carl Tanzler. Now, he was born in Germany February 8th of 1877. That's as far as I'm going into that. That's fine. His childhood and such isn't really relevant to this, so I'm not even going to really get into it. It wasn't even in, like, my research. Probably didn't even need to mention when he was born, but I wanted to. So, he married in 1920 to Doris Schaefer, and they had two children. They immigrated to the U.S., or no, actually, Tanzler immigrated to the U.S. in 1926 first, and he settled in Zephyr Hills, and then shortly after that, you know, once they got settled and everything was good, his family came over to join him. And how old was he around, around how old was he here? So in 1920, he was born, and he's about 40? Okay. Because the picture I'm seeing, he has a very old man. 1877 to 1920, so 1880... To 1900 would be 20, mm-hmm. and then so yeah, and I'm, I'm doing rough ages, so yeah, he's probably about 40 here. Okay, that works for me. Am I right? You have me second guessing. What myself. was the dates? 1880, 1877. So oh. we'll round up to 80 to 1920. Yeah, so 40. Yeah, okay, 43. Sorry. I'm not good it's about math. 43. So, he emigrated in 1926, settling in Zephyr Hills, shortly after his family joined, but he just kind of up and left for Key West and started working as a radiology technologist at the U.S. Marine Hospital. Okay. Okay. So, from there, I don't... He just, like, left his wife. I don't I know if it say, was, so like... I was going to say, so they just stayed there? I, I, yes. 
I'm okay. pretty sure. And I, I don't know if it was like, he was like, well, I can get this better job and then you guys can move in mm-hmm. with me. And then those plans were derailed because of what's going to happen next. A lot of times that's what people do. Exactly. Do, and still yeah. do sometimes. So. so I'm not sure if that was the way that it was going. They just literally said that he left his family there and mm-hmm. he went to Key West where he became a radiology technologist. <laughs> technology. Right. Radiology technologist. Yes. Okay. <laughs> not a doctor. Hashtag not, not a doctor. doctor. Okay? That's going to be important. Not a doctor. Not a doctor, guys. So in 1930, <laughs> Carl, uh, no. So in 1930, 10 years later, Carl's life would change forever when he fell madly in love with a patient named Maria Elena Milagro del Hoyos. And what year did you say that was? 1930. Okay, so he is now 53. We'll get into how old she was, okay? So this obviously seemed like fate for Tanzler because it said that when he was a young lad in Germany, he claimed to have been visited by visions of a dead ancestor, Countess Anna Constantia von Kossel, who revealed the face of his true love, who was an exotic, dark-haired woman. Hmm, okay. Okay, so he got some visions of this beautiful, dark-haired woman, and he's like, that is the woman I'm going to marry. I mean... And she walked up into his place, okay? All right. So... I don't totally disbelieve in things like that, so, you know, sure. You know, I don't either, (laughs) but we'll get into it. So, naturally, when Elena walked in... He believed the visions had come true, and his obsession was born. Elena was born in 1909, so she's only, like, 20, and he's, like, 50-something. Yeah, he's, okay. like, 53. Yeah. Like that. So, yeah. Again. Yeah, again. And he's... Yeah, again. Yeah. And he's a, fucking in love with this girl so as we know from many mtm episodes which delve into tb it's not something that you wanted to have well elena was diagnosed with tuberculosis and that is why she actually went to the hospital that day where she met the man who will change everything poor girl yes so, if you want, you can go listen to, like, all of those episodes. <laughs> There's, like, four of them just on TV. But there was no cure, guys, at this time in 1930, and it was pretty much a death sentence. You could have, like, kind of, like, palliative care, but there's not much they can do. Tansler, however, is not going to let her die. So, <laughs> since he found what he thought was his prophesied soulmate, he decides he's going to try anything he can. He starts to give Elena private in-home care. He gets, he like steals an x-ray machine from the hospital. He gets medicine and tinctures and he's making elixirs. Anything that he reads could possibly help her. Now, I don't know if you'll get here or not, so tell me if I'm getting ahead. Okay. Do they make mention at all if this girl has any of the same feelings for Carl? Oh, we're going to get into it. Okay. All right. We will get into it, okay? Literally, like, the next sentence. Good, good. I'm feeling it. So, yeah. So, when he wasn't giving her experimental tonics for her TB, he also showered her with presents, such as jewelry and clothing, and basically just doting on her, telling her how much he loved her, about his infatuation, how beautiful she was. But it is believed 
that the love was never reciprocated by Elena. Which, I mean... Obviously. I, I don't want a 53-year-old man either when no, I was 20. I think she was probably being polite. Was Leonardo DiCaprio. I don't know, though. I don't, like, if I was... 25 when I was 25 and he was the age that he was when I was 25 because he doesn't date over 25. No, he don't. Um, then I would, but nowadays, I don't know, he's looking a little rough. Oh, well, I He's mean, looking a little rough. There's right others now. I could mention. But yes. Yes. yes there's yes. plenty. Uh, but as I long think, as you're a celebrity, then I'll go for her. <laughs> we know. We know who I'd go for. He's way older than yeah. me. Uh, so, yeah. I yeah. That's understandable. She's there to get treatment for well, her I fucking think, TV. I think, too, like, the hospital probably turned her away. And you have this man who's like, I'm going to help you. I'm going to save your life. She probably was indulging him. Mm-hmm. She was probably being nice. She probably wasn't being like, oh, you're freaking me out. Get away from me. Like, she yeah. probably didn't give it back, but she probably took it. She probably mm-hmm. smiled, you know. He's going to save her, and the family probably, you know, was kind to him as well and... and gave in to that. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, that probably fueled what he was feeling as well. By October of 1931, it was clear that the tonics and love were not going to be enough, and unfortunately, Elena does pass away from tuberculosis. Aww. Tansler is obviously distraught. He just lost the love of his life, and he immediately offers to pay for any expenses such as the funeral, and he even pays for a stone mausoleum where Elena will be laid to rest. Wow. Yeah, he goes all out for her. He pays for everything. Now, Tansler is the only owner of the only key to Elena's mausoleum. Okay. And uh, not weird or anything. Yeah, so you he know. probably goes in there to do freaky things. Well, he apparently would visit every single night. He would not go a night without visiting his dear Elena. And he often believed, you know, he'd sit there and he would talk with her. And he often believed that she was actually talking back and coming to see him and was, you know, missed him too. Things mm-hmm. like that. So things start after this, you know, to get a bit bizarre because this routine goes on for two whole years where he's just visiting nightly, he's talking to her, he's basically, hey, honey, my day was like this, you know, like everything is normal. It doesn't sound like they even knew each other for very long at all. Like a year? Yeah. Literally, like less than a year, And you're I not think, even, because it was like, there's no marriage, there's no, there's marriage, no actual there's relationship, no, like, no, he's that literally, is he's bizarre. obsessed, dude, yeah. he's obsessed with this girl, mm-hmm. all because he had a vision, Mm-hmm. And who knows? And it literally could have been It could have been a dream. Yeah. I have dreams about people that I don't even, like, really recognize. I can see, like, bits of pieces of hair and things like that. So who knows what this dream was that he's like, this is the lady I will be marrying. You know? I'd like to think that it was this profound prophesized message, but who knows? It could have just been a normal dream for him. Mm-hmm. Now... Elena's family kind of notices a shift in Tansler. He loses his job at this time. He's kind of becoming a shut-in. He's not really visiting anymore either. So this thing that he was doing for routine every single day, he just stops. Okay. So things so are kind of. He's not even going to the mausoleum. No, he lost his job. He's not going to the mausoleum. He's not doing any of this anymore. Okay. So Elena's family just kind of notices, but I don't think they really did anything. 
Little did they know that in April of 1933, Carl Tanzler had removed Elena's remains from the mausoleum and brought them to his home via a toy wagon, where he planned to continue their love story. What? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Grave robbery. Yeah. Bring her home. Okay. And who knows what their conversations were in this mausoleum, you know? She probably was like, yeah, I'd love to come home with you. <laughs> Let's consummate our marriage. <laughs> I mean, all right, we'll get to it. So um, he had further hoped of restoring his love. He believed he could fly the body into the stratosphere where the radiation of outer space would basically reanimate her cells and create a living girl. So her body is it's still intact. At We're going to get into that because it's been two years. I was okay? going to say, wouldn't it be bone by now? So no. So we'll get into that. So his plan was he kind of had to act quick. He's like, okay, I got this body. I want to take her into outer space. So <laughs> I, yeah. I'm confused as the state of decomp right now. I'm really So confused. there was some decomp, but it said that, you know, with the embalming, and every night he was also injecting her with formaldehyde that it staved off some some things. But there was a level of putrefaction, that smell, that breaking down of the innards and things like that. And then, you know, some of the body breaking down as well. So yes, there there was definitely there was definitely some gross decomp <laughs> happening to this body. Okay? What? So no matter how hard he tried, there's still gonna be some decomp. <laughs> He had to find ways to kind of slow it down and preserve his dead love. So they could, of course, go to outer space and, and bring her back to life. It also sounds like if he was injecting her with formaldehyde, she wasn't, she was just laying in this mausoleum about. Like her body is just about in there. It wasn't in a coffin. It wasn't in anything. She's just laying and about. Thing, and he probably held her and rocked yes, her. And yes, and, I'm pretty sure. And, what yeah. the? I'm pretty sure. I guess um, another source said that like he had a phone in there. What? And he would like call his Elena, dude. Yeah, dude is crazy. Dude, dude's a oh bit. Oh my um, god. His reality is not our reality. Okay, right, right. So we'll just say that. So yes, there, there. I think there probably was a coffin, but there. If you're in a mausoleum, you are above ground. You're not buried. At least I don't think that's how. I think old mausoleums, you're just in there. Yeah, but there's usually something you're inside, your body. Well, I'm sure there was a coffin, but he could probably go in and he could probably open the coffin. Yeah. Because he was the only one with a it key. It doesn't sound like it. It just sounds like And there like is a picture just... of the mausoleum. So I you see. You can see there's a little yeah. door. And it looks it very looks like, small. Very Oh, I'm sure they were cramped sure. in there. He like, probably loved it. Weird. He probably sat in there, oh. like, hunched in, and, and yeah, yeah, went to his Elena. So, to keep any putrid smells away, he would use perfume, flowers, and disinfectants. Oh, Lord. Can you imagine the smell of all that mixed, mixed with, with all decomp? The, oh, dude, my God. Decomp is the worst smell. Oh, my I, God. I hope. I really I don't even need to smell a person. All I need to do is drive past dead fucking putrefying animals. Well, we're going to gonna get into it because I, I, I think towards a, a, a point, this body did start to mummify. He's putting so much stuff into it. He's doing everything he can. It's also Key West, which is lower, like, southern Florida. It's hot as balls, which is going to speed that up. I don't think he had any air conditioning in the fucking 1930s. So I don't know what exactly, but there had to have been some type of mummification happening. So 
the smells might not have been bad all the time, okay? <laughs> In order to keep Elena as lifelike as possible, he used plaster of Paris to keep the integrity of the face. That's what I thought when I see this picture that's got awful in front of me. Glass eyes and mortician's wax, which helped bring a liveliness to her face. And her real hair. Piano wires were used to stabilize the skeletal frame of Elena's remains so that she could probably sit and, and be movable and things like that. Probably. That's what I'm assuming. He stuffed the torso with rags to keep the body shapely. Because you got to think all the organs are putrefied or they were taken out when she was involved. So you have to kind of stuff things in there so that she doesn't just cave in on herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and he even had a wig made out of Elena's own hair. So any hair that would fall out or, or things like that during the decomposition, he would gather it and he, he made, a, made a wig. Okay. I hope you guys look like Noel. Okay. This isn't just a doll, you guys. This is a dead body. This is a corpse. Yes. Yes. This is this 100% is a, a corpse. fucking corpse. Okay. He pulled the corpse and he is now making it so that he can live with it. And stuffing it with things. Okay. Oh. So by this time, Tansler is definitely just losing his grip on reality. Losing? He would He's lost him. it. Yeah, he lost it. Long, long ago. <laughs> he would talk with Elena, who he called his wife. He'd bring her new clothes, and he would even serenade her with music. Oh, my God. He'd, like, dress her up and stuff. Tansler shared his bed with the corpse of Elena. Oh, my God. Come on. Living out his fantasy for the next seven years. Till he died? Seven years. No, we'll get into it. <laughs> oh, my God. This seven freaking nasty. years. Isn't this nuts, dude? Like, And I was like, dude, this is perfect for Valentine's Day because he's just so obsessed. Yeah, he really he's, is. That's he, a great one. He's obsessed so much that he's willing to take this corpse and kind of reanimate it in his way. And I think he literally thought that she was living. I, I don't... No, I think you're right. Yeah. He was in a st- deep state of psychosis where he deep, he really deep, thought yeah. that she was speaking to him first, through that bot, through that old corpse. And I think at first it probably was, you know, he was grief stricken. He was doing things that he probably did because of grief, but then it turned and he started to have, you know, delusions and probably was seeing her spirit and thinking that she was actually you, talking. And you they, can tell yourself something so much that you actually start to believe it yourself. Oh, it's the so power of literal your mind. So if you think that she's talking mind. to you, uh-huh. then your mind will show you uh-huh. that she is. The law of attraction is think about it enough, it manifests. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh my God, you guys, I've been staring at this weird thing. Why do I keep staring at it for this whole time? I've been staring at it the whole time. Yes. Her. It's a a body. I know it is. It's nuts. So, (sighs) by this point, he's basically a recluse. Neighbors thought he was strange and were just like, who the fuck is this old dude who never leaves his house? He is weird. So rumors start actually circulating around town. Neighbors would see Tansler coming home with brand new women's clothing, but knew that he he lived alone. Mm-hmm. So I mean, back in those days, he probably thought you know he's a he, whoopsie. Well, they probably they probably thought that he was doing you know something else with those clothes, which also they probably felt was weird and bad. Yeah. Which Little by the way, I know. was quoting a movie. I was not calling people. No, that. Do that. it was from yes. the movie Stardust, yes. and it was great. And Robert De Niro played the part, and it's amazing. Oh, uh, so. that would be so good. So yeah, so that's probably what they were thinking. Little did they know it was actually a dead person inside. Yeah, he was dressing his his, his wife. 
So another instance which fueled the rumor mill, a local boy had apparently seen Carl dancing with what looked to be a giant doll in the window. Oh my lord. Yeah, yeah, just dancing with his uh, wife. This poor woman should have been laid to rest, this poor thing. Oh, God, it's awful. Wow. It's awful to think of that afterlife and just, oh, my God. She's probably trapped there with him. I hope not. I hope that her soul was long gone from that body. I hope so, too. And he literally just got a shell. I hope she was just reincarnated and right after to, she died. Yes, I have to think that a body is just a shell because, like, yeah. yeah. No, this is awful. Yeah, this is fucked up. Yeah. So they obviously thought the behavior was weird, but no one had any idea what was really going on. Elena's family also grew concerned, especially when Carl just stopped visiting the cemetery and, and really retreated. You know, I don't know if they were like, his grief is really bad or, mm-hmm. or you know, what their worries really were. But they, they were basically just like, he did this for too long and then he just stopped. And now no one has seen the man. Except to bring ladies clothing. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> so... Elena's sister, Florinda, decided on October 1940, so remember, she died in 1931. Mm-mm, my God, nine years later. That she would pay Tansler a visit to see what was really going on. Upon entering the home, she noticed a large doll, which she just assumed was like an effigy made to look like Elena. But once the police were on the scene to investigate, they concluded that this was, in fact, the corpse of Elena Hoyos, and not a doll. Oh my god. So how were police brought there to investigate? Who was was he where was he? Where was Carl? I think he was home. She kinda like busted in and I think she saw like the, the his house was a mess. He lived in like a ranshackled shack. Probably, like, he had a fucking situation. airplane in the back that he was talking about flying with Is Elena. That Elena's airship? Yes. Okay. Like he was he was a weird dude and I think the second that Florinda got on the scene, she probably was like I need assistance. Back yeah. up, please. Something's weird. <laughs> yeah. Something's weird. You know, and then you see this big doll. Like, I'd be like, am I okay? Like, yeah. is he going to take me? Back up, please. Like, I have the blood of the person that he's in love with. And, like, yeah. I just, yeah. yeah. I think that she probably just felt a little ooky. But she just assumed that it was a doll that he had made to just make him feel better, you know, help his grief and things like that. Yeah. Wrong. It was Elena. Carl Tanzer was arrested for grave robbing, and Elena's body was taken for examination. They found that a few areas of Elena's body had been replaced by Tanzler, such as her sexy areas. They found a paper tube between the legs acting as a makeshift vagina. Oh, come on. Carl denied any necrophilia, but... Why would that be there? Some didn't really believe he was being truthful about I that. I don't. That's that's That doesn't surprise me, honestly. I should have expected that. Yeah. And the fact that they shared their marital bed together. And he calls them her wife. And they... they're married, you know, beautiful ceremony. <laughs> um, should have been there. It was great. Yeah, it was, it was beautiful. Beautiful first dance. Um, the best wedding. Fuck, this is awful. This so, is disgusting. Oh, so my yeah. God. And especially with how obsessed he was with Elena from the moment he saw her. Like, he was detached from reality. He didn't understand. Like, even if this woman might have been like, I am not into you, he still probably, like, yeah. He was just And there's those gone. people that are delusional. Like, I'm not into you. And they're like, oh, you're into me? Well, don't you remember, sorry for the name, but that's what they call her in the show, Fat Pam from Bones. 
Yes, I feel like I do, but I don't. All know he did she... was she had lost her husband or something. I don't remember what happened, but he like touched her shoulder or whatever. And ever since she was like obsessed to yes. where she was the one that yes. shot him. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. I yeah. do remember that. Yeah. 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 Literally, like you could say no to people with a delusion and they'll they'll think that you said yes. Yeah. And that you or want you them. literally could just be giving somebody a, a very kind, it's considerate like hand on the shoulder and all of a sudden, <gasps> I'm upset. I love you. You love me. Stalkers don't even sometimes have to have a conversation with that person. Mm-hmm. They can literally just see them and become so obsessed and infatuated. Yeah, they'll be like, oh, we're, we're dating. And somebody's like, I've never spoken to that person. Yeah. Like, it's terrifying. Like this. She's a dead woman. And, apparently, she was married. She had, like, she was married. There's wedding pictures of Elena to an actual man. And I think that he ended up, like, kind of leaving her. But she was married legally oh at the time of God. her death. And not to Carl Tanzler. Ugh. So, that was literally just made up in his head after wow. everything. So that poor girl was probably being held captive. She probably even said, I don't want your treatment. <laughs> who knows? Who At knows? the time she might have just been very nice, which actually got her into more trouble. Like you never know. Or just like you said, he could have been so delusional that she yeah. was like, Let me go, let me go and never did. Could have been. Which he said I, no. I think that if I can't have you, nobody I th- can. Because he left her in the mausoleum for two years, which for me that seems like a long time. Mm. I feel like if he was that crazy at that like that start right from the start that he probably would have just taken her sooner i can't assume anything about this honestly i can't either but i i can't get in his brain at all oh god no 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 why would you want no why would you want that in the first place yes (laughs) can't understand it so Tanzler did stand trial for grave robbery but essentially was let go due to the statute of limitations being up now, I'm not sure what the statute of limitations is, but I started to type in grave robbing statute of limitations in Google, and I felt like I probably should not Google that. It, it came into my brain. I was like, grave robbery statute. Nope. Nope. I'm not looking that They got to understand people got to research things. For God's Well, sake. I'm like, well, maybe they'll look at that. I just looked at freaking... But I was also looking up this other lady who was literally arrested for, like, necrophilia. <laughs> so I was like, these people probably think that I'm, like... But then they do, they're, they're smarter than that. They'd research Uh, you. They'd find that you have a podcast. They'll be like, oh, okay. Let's check out what they've talked about in the podcast. Oh, okay. I just don't need the flagging for things like that. So I was like, you know what? I wish you'd get like a letter if you're ever flagged. You have been flagged by the FBI. (laughs) For Googling. Yeah. How do you make chloroform? (laughs) Um, That one, yeah. Look up those people. (laughs) So... I don't know what it is, but he had the body for seven, over seven years, so definitely it's within that range, and it's, I mean, not, that's not too unheard of. Like, you're not like, he didn't get arrested. Like, no, I mean, it's grave robbing. It's not, what else could you get him on? Question. What else could you get him on? It's not just grave robbing, though. It's literally theft of a body. Yes, but I don't think it was also. The I feel 1940s. like grave robbing would be literally just gems or whatever. Well, no, they say like, like if you take the body, that's grave robbing. It's like then I would say that that should probably be a little bit longer if if it's, if it's the case of somebody taking the body and doing what that guy did. Well, I don't think it was even on a radar. It like you needed this case to get on the radar. Yeah, right. You know, it was like, what? What's he doing what with that body? Fuck, dude. Like, huh? This exists. 
We need to create laws for this now? Ugh. Yeah. So he was let go. And after the arrest and trial, some people were very, very sympathetic towards Carl. They believed he was just a hopeless uh, romantic who lost the love of his life. What the fuck? What the actual fuck? He only yeah. knew her for a year. Yeah. And it's only because she walked in uh-huh. as a goddamn patient uh-huh. who wanted to f- solve her, her tuberculosis. He, he wasn't she even a doctor. For any of it. He wasn't even a doctor. No. He was probably the one taking her chest x-rays, and that was it. Then it goes to the actual doctor. Hashtag it, not a fucking doctor. It probably, he probably made it worse. He claims that yeah, they weren't yeah. doing enough for her. Probably. He was probably like, come, like, I will come he to your house no every day. He has no idea what to do. I know what to do. I have, I saw this tincture. Yeah. I saw a tonic that'll work. No, like, she probably yeah. would have been better off if she had just stayed put with the professionals mm-hmm. instead of this wacko yeah. who only wanted her there because of his dream. Yeah. So. Yeah. Wow, that's bizarre. And the fact that he was like, I can reanimate her, I can help her. Like, I think he also became obsessed with saving her. I think that became a part of the obsession. So it wasn't even just like, I love this girl. And who knows her family's, like, I don't know her family, like, status or how, like, any of that worked, but. Or even where they lived at the time. I feel like they must have been desperate if they were like, yes, come to my house. Mm-hmm. Like, this man is stealing x-ray equipment <laughs> to oh come and bring God. it to my house. Like, what? When are you like, hey, red Something's flag, off. red flag. So, oh, wow. yeah. And no, she didn't even like him. And he was like this hopeless, romantic, eccentric guy who, yeah. Hopeless, romantic. Yeah, right, vote. right. That's in the 40s. People are like, oh, that Carl, he really loved her. That dude is crazy is what I'd be saying. Are you crazy? He didn't even he like her. She married. She didn't even like him. Like, yeah. Have you asked her her consent on all this? Like, oh, hell no. Hell no. I mean, no. can't really ask him that about it. Anyway. He so, can. Apparently. <laughs> well, she was saying yes. She was. She true. was like, yeah. I'll marry you all I'll day. I'll marry you. Let's like, consummate right now. Oh, wait, now. we're already married? Like, I don't know how that worked, but. Lord uh, have mercy. And then he's like, oh, we need to get you home. Ugh. Not this cold stone mausoleum. <laughs> and he brings a fucking toy the wagon. The nuptials probably happened right there in the maws. Oh, yeah. Mausoleum, yeah, that I'm way sure. they could leave together. I'm sure, yeah. Undergone. That was probably, that was probably how it worked. Like, we have to get married first. Yeah. He probably then, had a whole. Yeah. He probably, like, pretended to ask his dad, her dad for yeah. permission. Oh, good lord. Oh, my God. I can't keep that. This is crazy. <laughs> so, anyway. An hour and 15 minutes later. Oh, I told you it was going to be a long one. Yeah. Uh, so, Elena's body was put on display in a local funeral home, and over 6,000 people came to view her. Now, question. Do you think we would have been a part of those people? Like, serious question. That went to view her body? Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Right? Right? Yeah. Like, I'm There's like, no question. I'm like, oh, wait. Okay. 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 So, I don't want to be rude, and I don't want to, like, you know, but I got to see that body. Multiple reasons, though, to actually finally pay this woman her goddamn respect. True that. True that. Yeah. Because. Yeah. But you know a lot of people are just in there gawking. Oh, yeah. At the dead body and the, the crazy story that's all over news headlines. And, and I hope that made her family a lot of money, honestly. Maybe. If that's the case. I, I didn't hope read that, about that. I probably hope that not. eventually she, they were able to somehow get some compensation. It was probably but, just a funeral home getting all the money. If, yeah, if they even or charged, when he was who charged. knows how. Yeah, true. 
But you he know, got no it, money. He left um, his job to be yeah, with his right. dead wife. On the other hand, you know, besides the paying my respects to this poor young woman, yeah, uh, I have to see this. I have to see it. I this have is to see, yeah. just unbelievable. Yeah. I, I will not believe it until I see it. And I it. feel like I'd be the medical examiner who's like, can I have that one? Yeah, I want to like, autopsy that one and figure that one out. I'd be eavesdropping and I'd be like, what's that now you say? Yeah. What What's going on over there? Uh-huh. And I, I, yeah, I want to know, like, how, like, I just want to know. I want to know all the ins and outs of this, this, this body. I want to know what was... they ended up doing with it eventually. Do they say? We'll get into it. So, so they take it back apart and, like, marry it? Ugh. Take it back apart. I don't think that was the case. <laughs> uh, maybe. I, no, probably. I don't even know how the autopsy probably worked. I mean, I feel I mean, like there's fibers whole... and stuff stuffed inside her torso. Like... All of the skin areas became plaster of Paris. Yeah, and we're probably just yeah encasing everything. Yeah, and but that's the, probably how she lasted seven years. Uh huh. Because she—that's how she was found. Uh huh. She was not found a skeleton. No. Yeah. Parts of her, I think, were like her torso area. I think was mostly rib and like uh-huh. that's why he had to put yeah yeah the rags. That's what I figured in my head. Silk and cloth. Yeah. So only the best. Yeah. So we would have probably been those people um, if we saw it on the newspaper, being like, "Okay, um, she's gonna be on view at two p.m. on Tuesday. You got Let's plans." Let's bring our fucked up asses over there. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, <laughs> not sorry. Um, people love grim, mild, morbid things. That's why the story is still capturing. It's like the 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 macabreness. Yeah, of that's what it is. Just like laying there with this. This it's, dead body that it's he just created. It's, it's shock yeah. factor for sure. Oh yeah, yeah. Like and seeing Elena, like yeah, that's what I'm saying. She doesn't even look like herself. No. Like he did so much work to the facial area that she just lost all Elena. She has no. Yeah. And I poor, feel like that's good. I feel like it, it's a way to kind of preserve. But still, the her sister her. was able to tell. That oh she yeah, looked like her. Yeah, and I mean, Ugh. you could probably just see the darker hair and stuff, and Oops. be like, he loved her, so that's yeah. probably her. But I feel better that you know her in her death. Her, like, she's not as. Does it make sense? She's not as tied to that body because really, the There's appearance is kind of yeah, yeah. There's that's kind of how I feel. It's yeah. like at least. There's no essence of her except for literally the vessel that she, the, yeah. the bones that she yeah. had. Yeah, he changed so much about her makeup and, and all of that. So that was a run on. Um, Elena was laid to rest in an unmarked grave in Key West. Unmarked? The hope is that she will never be disturbed again. You have to think. People are probably like, let's dig this up and see what is in there. Carl could go back and dig her up and take her again. Well, you can bury her and mark it and never say where she's buried. How many people are going to walk down well, a million sure. cemetery and find her? Yeah, but that's the thing is if there is a headstone, she'll be able to be found. Well, so yeah. that's the point. Like, her family probably knows where she is. But you don't want to have this headstone because people are going to be like, let's go. Uh, I know. He asked for her body back after all of this was done. Oh, I'm not in trouble. Can I have Elena back? He would have redug her. Well, yeah. I mean, and he would have found her, no matter what. But I feel what. like at least make a blank head. It's got to have just the spiritual realm. That's not going to let her be at rest. Still. I feel like her, it's better. Nobody remembered her in her death until she was put on display as this macabre, gruesome 
piece of artwork. Well, in her death, she had this beautiful mausoleum, which actually tainted her death. So if you think about it, this might actually be better for her because she can just have peace now. She can just lay there. She doesn't have to worry about anybody digging and and desecrating and because you know that people like stupid asshole hear this podcast and be like i'm gonna go find her Uh i want to see if she still looks like that you know like like people are just assholes so now like i feel like with that at least she can rest in peace and just not be bothered yeah anymore i suppose so but i don't know how the body was buried i don't know how it was prepared um, There's probably empty cast. They probably gave him back to Carl anyway. Gave her back to Carl. Buried an empty casket. Well, we'll get into that. So, um, afterward, um, Carl relocated to Pasco County, Florida, near 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 to his wife Doris, who apparently took care of him financially while he lived alone, still grieving his love. Hold Lena. on a second. His wife that was in Doris. Germany still. When no, she remember never she came. came. She came to. No, she came to Florida, and then once she came to Florida, he moved to Key West. Does she know of what was happening? Does she know about I think they stuff? were a little estranged, but it was, like, to the point where I, I don't She had think... to have seen the news. Well, no, she knows about that. Yeah, she knows this, the man's crazy, obviously, but I don't think she knew, like, when he was in the midst of all of that. Well, yeah, so she took him in knowing No, that... he lived alone. She just kind of took care of him financially, like, sent him a stipend. Okay, month. okay. That was it. No, they were not together. They were not like... anything. He was all by himself. I mean, after he died, he was not found for three weeks. Yeah. So he was completely, like, alone. she probably signed a check and sent it to him. That was it. Yeah. Um, and he did pass away in, uh, Florida in 1952. Um, like I said, he was not found for three weeks, but upon discovery, they found an effigy of Elena, which he created again using a death mask. So, what? Yeah, there's like a tale that he was like laying in her arms, like when he died. Oh my goodness. So, he and just couldn't let go. He could not let go of Elena no matter what. Like, she physically was taken away from him, so she he had to find a way to like, bring her presence to him. You guys, he met her when he was, we said, four... No, he was, in 50, his, like, he was like 53. 53, right. And she he, was like 20. He was 53, and he kept this on if he died in 1950. Oh, he was in the 70s. He was 70-something. Yeah. Yeah. 30... Straight years, he kept this creepy ass fucking yep. shit up for. Yeah, no, he was obsessed and in love with her from the day that he died. The second that he saw her to the day that he died, I don't think anything changed with him in him with how fierce his love for her was. So. And they never even got to go on dates. They never got to. Oh, but they did in the mausoleum. Well, yeah, I know, but I mean, in the when she was like. That one year where he oh, was no, helping yeah, was her, one year. Like, and to be honest, she probably wasn't in very good health. No, you know? she was coughing up blood the whole time. And and I mean, she Exhausted. died a year after he started treatment. Quotes treatment. Mm-hmm. So who knows how fast and what he was putting in there? He might have been secretly poisoning. Well, that's her. what I'm saying. He made he, it worse. Yeah, probably he probably did. So who knows how long, because I mean... Just to keep her in his care. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a Gypsy Rose kind died. of situation. She might not have even died from TB. Some people live with it. Some people got sent, you know, away. 
Well, not too long after, I thought they were doing the antibiotics, right? It was like the 50s or the 60s. I think it was the So it's possible she might have been it able was like to 40s, make 50s. it until... If you get your palliative care and, like, say, Florida is humid, yeah. so you probably want to move to, like, California or somewhere like that. Yeah. Like, you want warmth. You don't want humidity. Humid, you don't want, like, too cold yeah. on your lungs because it's all respiratory. Mm-hmm. So anything that can help your lungs heal... You want that. So she probably could have, like, if she went to a sanatorium somewhere, had some palliative care, had a good diet, like, she might have been able to get to the trials of the antibiotic and Mm -hmm. live a life. Mm -hmm. But this man who decided, this is my soulmate, I don't need any other Without her consent. He just literally saw a dark-haired woman, and it was immediately just her. Uh Uh-huh. Could have been literally any dark-haired woman. Yeah. So, guys, let us know. Do you think he was an eccentric romantic or a little off his rocker? You know where I stand. I go with the latter. Yeah, you know where I stand. That ain't nothing romantic about that. No, no. So, that's all I have. Uh, Happy Valentine's Day. Yeah, happy, (laughs) happy. Thanks for sticking around through this shit show of an episode. (laughs) I'm so twisted to pick this for the Valentine's Uh, one. Um, Even if you guys don't have Valentine's, stock up on all the wine and candy and at least show yourself some love. We all need that sometimes. We obviously love you. Thank you always for listening each week and until next time, you can make sure to of course leave us reviews anywhere you can, like she said, and follow the socials. I'm not going to go into that. Go back to the beginning if you want. If you made it this far. (laughs) They probably heard dead body and fucking yeeted on me. If you want to reach out and say hi to us, you can send us a message on any of our socials or send us an email at the gmail, morethanmurderpod at gmail.com. Last but not least, go visit the blog for pictures and sources from all of the episode. You guys do mm-hmm. not want to miss the picture of Elena. No, you do not. You really, like, that cements this case. And his face. You can see something, like, in this man that's not... I want to see a nice old man, but I just can't. That's the thing, yeah. It's like, it, and I think that's why people were tugged by him, because it's like, you get that old man and you think, like, grandpa, grandpa figure, and then you hear about him and you're like, Ugh. Huh? No. What? So, yeah. Go check that out. You can check it out at the blog, www.morethemurderpod.com. You can also see our sources there. And, uh, yeah, that's that's all we got for Valentine's Day. It's fucking an hour Thanks and a half. Thanks for listening. Good Lord. We love, love you guys. Love you. Have a good weekend. Yes. Have a happy Valentine's Day. Love yes, you. Yes, happy Valentine's Day. Bye. Bye. Bye.